Hello, and welcome to Pop Nerd Lounge. I'm your host, Steph Pham. This episode's focus is on the successes of the recent Asian-based projects in media and how that has influenced me in an off-brand version of my own hashtag I am story. In early August, the hashtag AsianAugust sparked a momentous energy in attempts to let studio execs know audiences were craving for diversity. Needless to say, it was more than entertainment viewing. It was a united voice. Crazy Rich Asians became the most successful romantic comedy in nearly a decade, grossing over $150 million to date and topping the box office three weeks in a row. Searching, starring John Cho, also showed a great performance at the theaters as one of the top spots behind Crazy Rich Asians. Long before the film's release, fans rallied behind seeing John in a leading role, prompting the hashtag, hashtag starring John Cho. Netflix has also propelled a spotlight on Asians with projects like To All the Boys I Loved Before, starring Lana Condor. Even though the Canadian sitcom Kim's Convenience, produced by CBC, premiered in 2016, its recent addition to Netflix engaged audiences with its humor and relatability, making it a trending watch. August and summer have ended, but Asians are continuously proving we have complex and multidimensional stories to tell, stories that have influenced my journey as an Asian-American creative. I always knew I wanted to be a part of entertainment since childhood. It didn't matter how. I just knew in my heart this was where I was meant to be. Sadly, there wasn't a lot of Asians in Hollywood. I heard what John Cho's dad or Gemma Chan's parents told them. There aren't faces like ours in the media. I vividly remember taking an acting class in seventh grade, and it was a rare instance where I felt the teacher noticed my zeal for theater. Since then, I've taken a few acting courses, but didn't really pursue it since I consistently received pushback about acting. I did something parents who sacrificed a lot for their family's future would want their kids to do, the practical thing. I received my bachelor's degree in journalism and was fortunate enough to forge my path as a creative. I've been working as a video production assistant for a local school district, and I've been lucky enough to venture into creative arts like videography, hosting, producing, and editing. The metaphorical string holding my passions together was storytelling. The kindling flame in my heart would grow each time a client's face would light up seeing their voices be heard. Storytelling transcended being my passion. It was my mission in life, whether it was telling my own story or sharing the narratives of others. I remember the first time I was moved about Asians pursuing the creative arts. I was in high school, and my sisters and I stumbled upon a short film called Yellow Fever, made by Wong Fu Productions. What we thought was a hysterical short was the beginning of following their prolific and motivational career. For years, I went without seeing Asian Americans my age in media, and they were using their own platform to reach out and tell contemporary stories that were engaging. Suddenly, YouTube became this hub for Asians to let the world be known of their artistry. Their recent series, Yappy, opens up a space for conversation on a lot of topics that media doesn't discuss. It was so exhilarating to see a series that fellow Asian Americans could relate to, whether it be discussing our social, personal, or home life. 
Other platforms featured Asians as well. I stumbled upon a series on Hulu called LXD, The Legion of Extraordinary Dancers, directed by noteworthy filmmaker John M. Chu. In the episode, Elliot's Shoes, I became entranced by Harry Shum Jr. A story with virtually no dialogue except for the narration came to life through Shum's movement. Harry's raw emotion captivated my interests and I instantly became a fan. Shum was a pivotal part in a lot of my artistic journey. His dancing inspired me to return to dance when I was in college. In fact, after watching him on Glee, the Step Up franchise, and the LXD, I enrolled in ballroom and Latin dancing classes, which eventually led me into traveling, dancing, and DJing for a genre called West Coast Swing. Watching Shum's growth as a dancer and actor encouraged me that humility, hustle, and faith are the key pillars to making a career out of your passions. Harry participated in a panel at the 2010 San Diego Asian Film Festival. The panel was the first candid conversation that made me aware of the lack of Asian representation in media. I never really noticed the small amount of roles there were until the panel discussed the hardships of getting parts in film and television. The panel's vulnerability and transparency were the catalyst for my mission to become an ambassador for representation of Asians in media. You go into the audition and you're like, um, you're not Asian enough. <laughs> well, uh... Well, what does that mean? <laughs> you know, and, and you kind of have to go in and, and get, grab these roles and try and like say, oh, hey, he can't play. I'm not even looking at him as just being Asian. I'm just looking at him as him being this character. And I think that needs to happen more and more for that to happen where, you know, they'll start putting more breakdowns where it's like, okay, you know, let's play this guy as a regular guy and not just like some guy from Japan, or, you know? So I, I think... It, we, that needs to happen more. With the title like Selfie, it wasn't hard to see why I was skeptical of watching the show when I debuted in 2014. After viewing the pilot, I was sold. It was refreshing to see an Asian lead in the reimagining of My Fair Lady. The chemistry between Karen Gillan and John Cho kept me hooked episode after episode. It was the closest thing to seeing an Asian male lead in a mainstream romantic sitcom. John portrayed Henry Hicks with class, yet his delivery and timing didn't stray away from his comedy roots. In an episode where Eliza confronts Henry's lack of social assertiveness with women, she advises him that women like to find any excuse for men to touch them. To her surprise, he quickly pulls her in. That simple yet sultry moment was my first experience seeing an Asian man have a romantic moment on screen in a mainstream Western television. John Cho's been so deserving of leading roles, and I look forward to seeing his career continue to soar. Now that I've lost everything to you You say you want to start something new And it's breaking my heart you're leaving Baby, I'm grieving But if you want to leave, take good care Hope you have a lot of nice things to wear But then a lot of nice things turn bad out there Oh baby, baby It's a wild world It's hard to get by Just upon a smile Oh baby, baby It's a wild world I'll always remember you Like a child girl 
What started out as a simple tweet turned into one of the highlights of my year. I was scrolling through Twitter one night when I noticed AJ Raphael tweeting out that he would be in my city, Norman, Oklahoma, for Asian New Year night at the local university. I've been a longtime fan of AJ's and I couldn't believe he'd be in my town. Hearing him live was such a treat. Not only is Raphael an extremely talented musician, he's a fantastic speaker. Listening to his journey interwoven throughout his music created an intimate and special atmosphere. So many of us in the audience could relate to pursuing our passions and dreams as Asian Americans. We've all faced obstacles at one point or another, but AJ's encouraging words on not giving up on what makes you happy was truly uplifting. I highly recommend seeing him live if you have the opportunity and check out his own I Am story on the Cape YouTube page. So the future for Asian American artists, especially in this new digital world where we are creating on our own terms and we are the ones who are, who are mindful of the representation in the room, even like behind the camera and, and being conscious of hiring that Asian person who might not get a lot of work in the traditional world and like knowing, dude, this guy has talent or this girl has talent, let's lift them up too. You know, I think being mindful of that is something that we need to do as a whole to bring more of us into the room where it happens. We're not only underrepresented in our own sub-ethnic groups, but also just as a whole, you know? So we need to work together, I think. Watching Crazy Rich Asians forever changed my life. Never have I laughed so much in the theaters to the point of tearing up and snorting. Not only was it a hilarious comedy, but simply stating it as a romantic comedy undersells the movie's complex layers. I cried throughout so much of the film because I couldn't remember the last time my heart empathized with the story so genuinely. I remember taking my mom for the first time, and seeing her reaction to people who looked like us on the big screen was a powerful moment. Not only did I go to the advanced screening, but went an additional three times with my family and friends. Hearing the movie come up in a family dinner conversation warmed my heart. I nearly got emotional hearing my dad talk about how he remembered his father owning Tan Hua flowers just like the ones in the movie. It's become a piece of art that my family has come to love. I was encouraging everyone to see this film, and I can't remember the last time I supported a movie this much. John M. Chu's masterful direction motivated me to become more proactive about my dreams of producing and directing. Constance Wu's performance as Rachel Chu inspired me to seek strength in my own identity. My heart was euphoric that an Asian-American woman had a happy ending in a romantic comedy, not because she needed any rescuing from a man, but because she walked her own path on her own terms and found fortitude in who she was. There was an extraordinary quality to Henry Golding's portrayal of Nick Young. He wasn't the typical knight in shining armor cliche rom-coms strive to have, but a character with challenges, heart, and charisma. Golding's command of the screen inspired me to someday act opposite of someone who treats the leading role with as much care and grace. I want to get to a stage where it's not headline news that this is the first movie in 25 years. It's way too late for that. I want it to be like, oh my god, it's this summer's blockbuster rom-com for that reason, because it's a beautiful movie. Let's just tell stories. Let's tell, that's what Hollywood was, was created for, to spread uh, the experience of, uh, of others and, and share those wonderful things. I know not every Asian is satisfied with the recent successes of Asian-centric stories. One movie, TV show, or book can't change an oppressed and misconstrued viewpoint on a diverse culture. 
However, this could easily be a great launching pad for more diverse stories in cinema and television. The recent success shows the skeptical power players in Hollywood. Viewers want their voices heard. They want their stories told. Many performers, filmmakers, and artists have impacted on how I chose my path as a creative. Hopefully one day, I'll be able to inspire young Asians that their dreams aren't over. They're just beginning. Whatever our passion is, whatever makes us happy, is our purpose in life. I need to say that representation matters. I think a show like Kim's Convenience is proof that representation matters because when communities and people see themselves reflected up on the screens, it is an inspiring and a very powerful moment for them because it means they've moved from the margins into the forefront and it gives them a voice and it gives them hope. And hope is a very empowering thing because it inspires people. And when you give people a voice, other people start listening. And when people start listening, things start to change. On today's episode, I talked about the recent accomplishments of Asian representation in Hollywood. I also shared a piece of my story as an Asian American creative inspired by the CAPE organization's I Am campaign. To follow me on social media, find me at Steph L. Fam. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope you join me next time to nerd out on more pop culture. For Pop Nerd Lounge, I'm Steph Fam. Hey, would you go out with me?